as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold, <laughs> I don't know my life. Brother. Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up. Everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Before we start today's episode, I want to remind everyone about our exclusive private group for entrepreneurs. A lot of times we suffer in silence and just having that support system while on this entrepreneurial journey can really help us out a ton. That's why we created this group and we want you to be a part of it. The link is in the show notes and we will be offering free memberships to the first 10 people who join. Just enter the promo code Econics 2020 to get access. Now onto our show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks. I apologize for sounding a little tired. It's 2.40 in the morning, and I'm trying to record this so I can get this out to you guys tomorrow. But I um, I wanted to make a proper introduction and kind of set some expectations about today's interview um, before we actually got into it so you guys kind of understood you know, where we were going. So Today, I invited Marcus Watts on, and it was actually a very candid conversation. I've known Marcus for a couple of years now, and he's actually helped me with a lot of things regarding economics and just how to do you know, strategy and just different things like that. So Marcus specializes in business rollouts, um, how to set up your back end. And if you don't know what back end is, essentially, that pretty much means like um, when you have your website set up, what things do you have in place to maximize your sales? So, you know, what what do you have to offer your customer? Um, do you have a small thing to gain their attention that you can build your email list? So Marcus does all of that kind of stuff. But more importantly, he's actually a nutrition coach. So he specializes in helping people transition from whatever their diet is to a fully plant-based diet. So he actually has his own podcast and that podcast is called, let me pull it up. It's called the vegan transition. I wanted to make sure I said it right. So he has his own podcast called the vegan transition and um, he's a really dope guy. So initially I brought him on the podcast to talk about um, a lot of those digital strategies, but the conversation kind of took a turn and we just kind of hopped in and really didn't have a structure, but we covered a, a topic. We ended up covering a topic naturally, just, you know, in, in our conversation, I just happened to be recording and, um, the conversation centered around you know, mental, mental health and just dealing with that. You know, Marcus has had a very tough year. Um, he's had a very tough year this year and he's had a lot of setbacks. But, you know, like 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 we all do, we we overcome our obstacles. So we got really nitty. We got into the got into the nitty gritty of, you know, some of the things and some of the challenges that both he and I have faced this year, um, whether it's me leaving my job whether it's him, you know, getting, having his first major injury. Um, we go into a lot of detail about those things and how to overcome that and how to, um, be better prepared mentally as an, as an entrepreneur. So I really hope you guys enjoy this interview. I really, um, would appreciate it if you, you know, like, subscribe, comment, share this with somebody who needs it. Even if you aren't an entrepreneur, you can definitely find some value. 
um, especially in this episode because mental health is a big thing. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get the episode started and I'll see you guys at the end. How you been? Good, man. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to manage like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy times, bro. You know, yeah. for, for everybody, for what, you know, they're trying to do is just in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when all this stuff started with the pandemic, I was just interested to see what the next step was going to be, especially because, you know, I'm playing in a few different areas, you know, in the right. fitness side. And then it's also like, Hey, here's how, you know, here's how you can take these principles that I've used and put them into just about any business. And that kind of turned into project management, which, you know, we'll talk about, but, um, I just was interested to see like, how are, how are things going to navigate? You know, I was just talking with one of my business partners and we had predicted this, obviously, I mean, anybody could have, but you know, just, you know, the, you know, venture, venture capitalism is down, you know what I'm saying? In the third quarter. Yep. And, yep. you know, so, you know, people got to be, they don't know. I mean, this election is going on. It's like, we don't know what, so it's been I'm crazy. doing good, man. It's just been about, Hey, how can I make myself as agile as possible? And I think that, and I know you're dealing with a lot of this, yep. um, but like, it just, it was like, it just affirmed the reason why we're, we work so hard to create something for ourselves and not depend on anyone else. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where, um, people have had to make a lot of pivots. I mean, I don't even work for AT&T anymore, bro. Yeah, like, I know. I saw that. It's been crazy. So I never thought that this year would bring about that particular change for me, even though I knew I wanted it, I didn't think it would come in that way. I didn't think it would come that soon. So, but I mean, once they laid me off, this, this is, that was the second time in eight months. Um, or six, yeah, six or seven months. And then the second time they did it, um, I was just like, okay, let me just take this a little bit more serious. So I started, you know, making adjustments and I'm like, all right, my next move is I'm, I need my freedom. And that's essentially what I did. So yeah, man, it's been crazy, bro. It's been crazy, but um, nevertheless, I'm still encouraged, you know, even regardless of how this election turns out, cause God knows, I don't know what's going to happen with it. Yeah. But- I'm literally <laughs> watching it here on the TV right now. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's like pins and needles. And I don't think we'll know till Friday because of um that's what Pennsylvania. I yeah, we won't know till Friday. It's a close election. Yeah, it is really close, man. Very close. But yeah, man. So to catch up with you though. Yeah, man. What's new with you? And then we'll we'll hop in the pot in a second. Because yeah, no. our interview won't be too long, but I would definitely want to catch up with you and make sure your mentals Ooh. is good and all of that. Yeah. I know you've been through a lot this year. No, 2020 no. definitely has been a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean. So like, well, what's the timeline? So last summer, so like last spring, I started really getting into spring 2019. I started really getting into getting back playing more consistently, you know, hooping down here on the Tampa circuit. And I was playing in, you know, all the leagues and stuff. And right um, by the summer, I had gotten back in pretty good shape ball, you know, basketball wise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I played in uh, the Tracy McGrady uh, 10K tournament, which is out in Auburndale. Okay. Lit that up like, you know, 36, but I'm crushing these seven footers and, you know, you know, G League guys and all, all these guys are young pros in their twenties. You know what I mean? But, right. um, I think I had a couple games, like over 30 points. I averaged probably about 26 or 28, a couple and games. You like, was hooping, hooping. Oh, I was no, like six threes in the first half, like plus you was in your bag. Yeah. Like I would like, they were like, Oh, where do you hoop? I was like, bro, you're lucky. I don't hoop anymore. Cause I don't, right. I don't, 
I pick up a ball a couple times a week. You know what I mean? It's not like before when, and that's where I think the work ethic comes from with the business. It's like, wake up, nobody's there. <laughs> wake up, go to the gym, lift, shoot, go back home, eat, sleep, wake up, go back to the gym, shoot, hoop. You know what I'm saying? It's just every yep. day, like get, how can I, you know, since I was nine years old, how can I get better football and basketball? And then obviously when I went to college, it was just basketball. Um, right. So I tore up the T-Mac, right? Mm-hmm. And they had the Tampa 10K lit lit that up there were a couple times where i didn't shoot the ball right <laughs> and yeah. people in the crowd and my team were like yo why didn't you shoot and i was like yo i'm trying to get a better shot and they're like nah you are the better shot that's when i was like damn i might right. be hooping, hooping again for real you know what i mean they needed you they needed you to shoot shoot right right so um you know it was just a good time i was you know networking more meeting more you know of the basketball community and the in, in the fitness community um, obviously the stuff was growing with my online business. I had my courses rolling and stuff like that. Right. And then, uh, I was playing in a few leagues. I was playing out in, uh, Sarasota. And I remember I had just dunked on like three guys on a putback, right? We come Dang. back down the floor. Yeah. We come. And what's funny is the game started and the guy was like, he was like kind of singling me out because he knew that if they stopped me, what I was like, okay, I don't really know who you are, but thanks. So I dunk right. on two guys, come right back down the floor. I see the ball about to come off the rim again. I was like, I'm about to pu- put two more guys on the poster. Right as I get ready to jump, bro, I see my teammate out of the corner of my eye. And I look up and I load I probably about 30 degrees to jump. And he jumps and like his heel goes up and back into my kneecap. No shattered, like completely ruptured patella tendon, uh, wow. fractured patella. So when you rupture your patella tendon, bro, that's the so most. It wasn't, it so over. it wasn't a non-contact injury. No, it was no, no, no. And what's I've never, I've never had an injury like that before. Never. My whole Dang. 36 years old playing all these years, never had anything like that. Right. Oh, um, I would have been pissed. And then, uh, I'm so, when, so your, bro, your pissed. patella goes over, it goes from your quad over your kneecap and that's what connects your lower leg to your upper leg. Right. So when that, when that muscle was ruptured, my kneecap slid up my quad. Right. And it oh, completely wow. dis- yeah. So it was, it was bad, bro. So I had to get surgery. Um, like I, like I was telling you before, my dad had surgery literally the same week as me. He was walking within two days <laughs> with a hip replacement and right. I couldn't walk for months. I couldn't drive until that. I had surgery in August. I couldn't drive until December. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, and so now I'm, I'm a little over a year into my rehab and I'm able to move. I'm able to do some boxing. It's, I can't lift heavy. I just was able to like jump rope for the first time a couple few weeks ago. Now right. I'm able to squat to like parallel, but my body's really unbalanced. My legs have like shrunk up. So it was a tough time for me. You know, I still got like another eight, 10 months of rehab, but it was yeah. a tough time because like, you know, my confidence dropped off and like, you know, you get, I gained weight. That's, that's depressing, man, because yeah. you can't do what you're used to doing. Yeah. And not even, you know, I think just on top of it, it was I w- at 36 years old, there's no recovering from a serious injury in two years. And then going back to playing comp- like competitive play for me is done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not worth the risk of rehabbing and then someone falling on me or and re-injuring being, it again. Exactly. Or not being strong enough and injuring it. You know what I mean? So yep. I care, I care a lot more about quality of life. So I think one of the hardest things was like, now I don't have those, I don't talk to those guys. I don't hang out with those guys. I don't 
see those people. I don't get to play basketball anymore. So that kind of put me into a dark place. But, you know, Have you ever thought about coaching? Man, you know, the thing, well, COVID hit, you know what I'm saying? I, I, ah, I was reaching out to like organizations and like right. telling people locally, I was down to volunteer and all that. And I was like, let me just give back and get involved. Cause you know, I used to run a basketball Academy. I, I had my own basketball Academy down in Port Charlotte and I work with a lot of pros and stuff okay. like that when I first started my training. So yeah, man. And, uh, so, you know, I just kind of had to regroup, you know, and think about how I wanted to approach business and things like that. And, you know, just a lot of ups and downs, like anybody, you know what I mean? But yeah, man. Yeah. That's tough, bro. You know, I know you had, I know you had that injury come up and then it was just like everything in life just kind of just <laughs> bro, crazy. My mom passed away yep. at the end of May. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, I've lost a parent, so I know how that goes. Yeah, man. And um my a brother-in-law passed away from COVID. Wow. One of my one of the biggest DJs in Fort Myers, Florida, RIP DJ Griff Gotti, passed away from COVID. Wow. Two weeks ago, my cousins were in a, a head-on car co- car collision. What? One of them passed away. One of them was in the hospital, like crazy injuries. He's out now, but yeah, bro. It was just like, damn, man. Like that's yeah, tough, bro. man. When it yeah, rains, it pours. Yeah. When man. it rains, it, it really does pour, man. That's, you know, and I was praying for you, man. You know, thank you, man. Just, I appreciate it. Make sure, you know, I mean, I didn't, obviously I didn't expect to talk to you cause I know, I already know how that goes. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm the type of person I just want to be alone. So, but I know you definitely remember the people who were there for you during that time. Yeah. Like, you know, like you knew who was there. You, I mean, yeah. your girl was there, you know, your family was there. So you definitely don't forget, you know, that, that type of stuff, you know, so I, I, I you know, just keep, 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 keep taking them one day at a time, bro. I, my best advice is, um, grieve properly and it's okay to not be okay. You know, it's, it, it, it's not going to be easy. Um, especially like that first year, but it does get, it does get easier. Like it does eventually Mm -hmm. get a little easier, but while you're going through this process of grieving and going through the holidays and that kind of stuff, like, Mm -hmm. bro, if you feel sad, dog, feel sad. If you need to process that process that like take time out to make sure you do that. Because if you don't, then you're going to be dealing with this. You're going to deal with this for the rest of your life, but you're going to be dealing with this in a negative way longer than you need to, if you don't properly handle it the way it, it can be handled. So give you, cut yourself some slack, you know, just give you, give yourself that time to properly grieve, man. Cause I don't know if I did that with my own father, you know, I was just going and I, and I got tired of crying, bro. I, bro. Got, I got so tired of crying dog. I was like, I ain't crying no more. I'm, I'm done with crying. Man. You, know, I don't know if I, you said I that to me, days. man, you said that to me and I, I was lucky. You know what I'm saying? I learned that there's this whole, um, lost parent fraternity you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and only people who lost a parent understand only people who lost a parent understand yep. you know what I mean? yep. and only people who lost them they, they i had yeah. people like you telling me this you know what i'm saying telling me mm-hmm. that you know it's and and i wasn't sure how to go about it and then when i was hearing it from you guys it was it was helping me out and yep. uh i did i just and, and honestly i i took that into just a larger consideration for my life, bro, because not off we 
too little do we sit down and just evaluate like how we feel and just let ourselves feel whatever we're feeling or because I always was like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to hustle. I got to keep it moving. Can't stop. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're yep. from and that you, whole and you era. feel bad. You feel yeah. bad for literally taking a mental health day, bro. Yeah. Like you literally just like you feel awful. Like, dang, I shouldn't have took that day off because I'm not being productive and you feel lazy. And, and it's that whole guilt. You feel guilt for just taking care of yourself. Bro, spot on, man. And and when I talk to people, I literally explain, like, I'm like, we're from the whole, you know, people from, I think people before maybe the mid nineties and two thousands for sure. We're from that can't stop, won't stop era. Like you got to pain is weakness and leaving the body waters for the week, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and like, that's not, it's just not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's if not, I don't feel mentally not. in it, I'm not doing it. Like, straight right. up. I will tell right. my teammates, I will tell, you know, my partners, I'm like, hey, guys, like, mentally, like, I, I can't, like, I'm not present today. Like, right. I can't and give you anything. I can't, I can't give you anything because my cup, my cup isn't, isn't near full. You need to, you, know f- you I mean? need to feel like, like, you know, there's a saying that say, check on your strong friend. And it's, it's so real, bro, yeah. because, because, a lot of times, you know, especially people like you, dog, you give a lot. You have a really huge personality and you always you ever since I've known you, you've always been so willing to just just give, especially if the people around you are are not not stealing from you and taking from you. But they're genuine about that. So you're more prone to give. But then there are days where you just ain't got it, bro. Like it's days where you just like, man. I'm sick of this shit. Like I'm, I'm tired, bro. I just, I just want to just be alone. And you know, everybody mm-hmm. processes that differently. And as I've gotten a little older, I'm starting to learn um, terms like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and how important that is. I didn't even know that was a thing. You know, sometimes I would hear people say, "Josh, you're very intelligent," and I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't really understand like what that meant because. You know, just for something, something as simple as getting a customer and getting a client and analyzing that client and then doing it for a long period of time and being able to not necessarily racially profile people, but profile the type of customer that you have coming in and knowing how to speak to that customer to get a certain result. So mm-hmm. over time, you you kind of put those you connect those dots because you've seen those types of customers so many times. So, you know, it works, you know, what doesn't work well. I'm thinking that's something like everybody does, but that's not true. Everybody can't connect those dots. So then I started to look into what emotional intelligence was. And I started to value Mm. that within my relationships. And I started to understand that, man, like this, this is a real thing. And this is something that I value with may, may it be a romantic relationship, whether it be Mm -hmm. with my parent, my mom or my, my siblings, you know, just being able to speak to people who are emotionally like able to just process information and not make judgment calls without, without just, just pretty much making like knee jerk reactions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, just, just being able to sit down and, and think about situations and really be objective about it and trying to find the best path forward. And even with that, that code that goes with grief, that, that goes with dealing with anger, that goes with dealing with depression and frustration and just understanding and being, being intentional about knowing myself and saying, all right, like I'm starting to feel a certain way. I might need to go run 
or I might need to go yes. work out because I got a lot of pent up aggression. Why am I so mad lately? Why am I so, mm-hmm. why am I so irritable? Why am I so testy? Why am I, why am I snapping at people? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, what's going on in my life that I'm so snappy? Am yeah. I stressed out? Cause you know, a lot of times, bro, when I left AT&T, I didn't even realize how stressed out I was, bro. Oh yeah. Like, man, like it, it got to a point where, you know, it got to a point where me and my ex-girlfriend, we ended up breaking up and we had a situation to where she said something to me and I just got super testy and I'm like, Mm -hmm. and I stood a step back. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. And then I stepped back and I'm like, Josh, you stressed out. It's it's, it's things that have absolutely nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with her. Nothing to do with the relationship. It's everything Exactly. Because that's something that you actually can control. Exactly. So when I'm looking at like everything that my corporate job took from me, pulled mm-hmm. from me, they brought, mm-hmm. they had me driving over an hour to work yeah. one way. And then that came last minute, like all kind of stuff, having to go to a, go to open a store because somebody forgot to set the alarm code at midnight, mm. having to drive over an hour away from my house at midnight, just because somebody was um, irresponsible. You know, yeah, and that yeah, was a yeah. consistent thing. And then when COVID hit, all hell broke loose in retail. Yeah. So b- dealing with that alone and then having to balance the relationship on top of everything else mm-hmm. I had going on, it makes you literally take a step back. So when I left or when I was in the process of leaving, they offered me three different jobs to stay, to keep it a hundred. They offered me a job. They offered me a few of them. But at that point, mentally, I was like, bro, I had taken a vacation. And I'm like, man, I, I don't need this. Like I can find something else that, that better suits my lifestyle and can help get me to where I want to be in my goals. And once I started to really like give myself permission to think like that, give I gave myself permission to explore the pathway to freedom, the, the pathway to be able to say like, all right, what, even if I don't take a job, if I do take a job, whatever I do, I need to make sure that it gives me this type of work-life balance. Because at that time, bro, I hadn't had weekends off in five years. Imagine how much stuff I missed on with my family, with my friends. Mm. And it's just like, they, they will run you into the ground. Yeah, you make good money, but at what cost? So yeah, man. all that's, of that. That's, see, like, and something like that is like, Cause I remember I used to be the same way. Like when I was in corporate jobs, like I'm working all the time. Like I don't, whatever, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll work out. And, and you think that that's going to really mean something in the end. But in the end, it's like the things that you're losing, like, are they worth it? And you might be like, yo, this is worth it because of this. And it, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to take that mathematical inventory, you know what I'm saying? Of what you're, what you're giving versus what you the, you know, the probability of what you might get in return in the positive or in the negative. And it's just math. It's just percentages. Right. Yeah. But like in the long run, like you're talking about, I was the same way. I was like, man, how many times have I not gone to family events? How many times right. have I not gone to, you know, the family reunion in the Carolinas or how many times have I not gone to meet up with my boys in Miami? You know what I'm saying? And how many times have I missed out on being at a cousin's birthday or spending time with my mom? Yep. Yep. Do you know it's, what I'm saying? Because it's, I think it's the that, little things. It's yeah. the little things, man. That you because you think that you working up. or oh, you think that's it. yourselves to the quote unquote grind. Like, bro, and one of my boys has a gym and they have a thing that says like, um, their thing is like, we grind different. So like, I don't want to, I don't want him to hear this and like, think I'm not saying anything negative about it, but I stop. I, I personally 
stopped using the word grind a long time ago. Because Mm -hmm. if you look up the definition of the word grind, bro, it literally means to like pulverize something until it is like no longer in existence. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're grinding something, like it, it completely changes the form of it to where like you can't even use it anymore. Yep. Like just think about that. And we never even come. And here we are saying I'm grinding. We out here grinding. Like you could say, oh, well, it's just in the sense of like, you know, grinding something is hard and you're, you, you, you don't mind that. Yeah. That's, that's true also. But like, there also comes a point to where you literally feel like you're being ground. Like yep. and, <laughs> it, it, that's what it is. And, I, and I'm cool with, like, I understand the notion of like working super hard and, 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 and falling in love with the process because hard work is definitely, it's definitely like the key and consistency is the keys. But, but like within that system that you have going on within that system of hard work, you have to implement things. You have to implement checks and balances to make sure that your mind, body, and spirit are taken care of. Because mm. if you don't like, I'm the type of person I will work to exhaustion, bro, because that, you, that's you me. know why it's because like I get up today, I was like four o'clock. I was like, all right, I'll get up. I just start working. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, and it's because I enjoy, you don't actually like the work. This is what I'm going to, I'm going to just propose, right? What you actually like is problem solving. Yes. Like, and you like the end result, which gives me, it gives me like an endorphin rush because I see myself create something and I see other people say, man, damn, I love that. This is really awesome. Like, (laughs) And I love that. And I love, and I love, I love being a part of solving problems and being a part of a team and helping other like, that's really yeah. what I like. You know what I mean? Dude, Bro, I, I enjoy thought, the critical thinking aspect of solving yeah, people's yeah. business problems. Exactly. Like above anything, yeah. my, one of the things I enjoy the most is being able to use. I'm not the fat. I, I'm not you six, eight, right? Right. Right. You six, eight, you over 200 pounds. You can jump out the gym prior to your injury. I ain't get that gift. God didn't give me that gift. Right. I didn't get that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But what God did give me was the ability to be able to use my brain. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate and I enjoy being able to look at a situation, being able to problem solve and come up with a valuable solution for that client, that person or whoever, because at the end of the day, people who make a whole lot of money, they get paid a lot of money to solve complex problems. And if you can solve those problems at a very high level, you're going to make money. Spot on. And, and something else is, you know, when I was, I mean, you like read about it, you know, and you take courses and stuff and you hear them talking about it. And, um, but I had a startup in, uh, at the end of, um, about fall of like 2018, we closed it out in 2019, but, um, mm-hmm. it was based out of Santa Monica and, um, it was actually with, um, a group of lawyers but they also funded startups. They had, they had a business accelerator. They actually, actually one of their first companies was the, they were a part of the representation for the guys who started Skype. Mm. So um, I remember just like presenting in those rooms, decks and, you know, marketing proposals and like rollouts and all that stuff and getting the feedback. And I was like, okay, these guys really think that I'm, that I'm smart. It was kind of an affirmation. Right. But I was like, that's cool. But I really more, I want to understand like what, like how they move And I started paying attention to like, they're not actually working harder at all. They're just using their skills. They're using their network and they're working efficiently and their time costs money because of what they've learned and how they've applied stuff. They're constantly 
on fishing trips, out on the yep. boat, out yep. doing this. And they're making time for their, fi- hey, nope, I do not take calls at this time or that time. I'm with my family, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And I was like, man, like that's, that just was a, another, again, a firmer, you know, a further affirmation to like, hey, yo, this is the direction that I need to be going in. Like, right. Pre- like, I think I used to think that it was like a dollar amount. You know, now I don't. Now I just feel like I just want to have, you know, so I have like a vision board, you know, and I I have a, a thing. I, I haven't been doing, doing it daily as much. I really need to get back to it. But I have what's called my perfect day. You might've heard me talk about this before, but my perfect day, my perfect day is like my vision of waking up till I go to bed and how my day goes, what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with, as far as work, family, relationships, all that time in the office on just what would my, you know, my ideal day, my perfect day look like. So when I started approaching it like that, it wasn't really about a dollar amount. It was really just about creating the lifestyle that gave me the flexibility to live life on those terms. Cause that's what I care about. Like, I really don't care no. about money and I really do mean that. Like you need money to, yes, to, to, to survive. I agree. Like I need money I to survive. Agree. Like I need that. Yes. But yes, I really just care about that. I'm able to live life on my own terms and take care of the people that are important to me. And you know what I'm saying? That's I don't it. Them, like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't want to be like, a, bil- yeah. I don't care to be a billionaire. If as a byproduct of my hard work and success that I become a millionaire or make, you know, a lot of money. Great. I'm cool with that. But, but at you the just end of the said day, the big thing is like success. Like if you that's got what that I want. success, then the limits, there aren't really no limitations to it. You know, that could come exactly. with, you know, billions of dollars, or that could just come with you not having to answer to anybody, you know what I'm saying? Able to put your yep. kids in private school and running multiple businesses where you're helping people grow and you know what I mean? So. Yep. I agree, bro. Hey man, you mind if I include all of this on the pod? I don't know if you feel comfortable with me. Definitely. No, you can put all of it. Yeah. 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 All right, Cause we all never really it, did like a want. whole like introduction, like none of that, but like, bro, nah, yeah. I think it's important for people to understand because I've never, especially on my podcast, I've never talked about losing my dad. You know, mm-hmm. I never talked about, you know, I never really went into detail about the whole AT&T stuff either mm-hmm. um, and how like I left and, you know, my I wrote about it, but I never really just like explained it like verbally. But mm-hmm. like, dog, like I, I want people to understand that at the end of the day, if you don't take care of your mind, body and spirit, mm-hmm. bro, because your mind is for me, this is how I break it down. Like last year, I kind of got on this mind, body, spirit thing. So the mind part of it, it is like the intellect. Right. So what am I reading to get me to a certain level of understanding and expertise in whatever area I want to focus on. So right now I'm on, I've been on this coffee kick. So everybody knows that I've really been drinking, not drinking a lot of coffee, but just like um, exploring what coffee is to be quite candid with you, bro. I want to own a coffee shop one day. That's That's something that I want to do. First off, let's talk about the numbers. I've ran the numbers multiple times before with different business partners. The numbers are insane. And also it fits, it's a natural thing. It fits like the way, like the type of person that you are and you like to sit and talk with people and, you know, just mm-hmm. have conversations and you're very business oriented, but at the same time, it's from a very genuine place. Right. Like it just makes, it makes sense for people like us. No, I like yep. that. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. So I started to look into like all the different kind of beans, all of this kind of stuff. I started like fixing coffee a different way to see if I can perfect the taste that I'm looking for, all of that. And then I'm also reading 
you know, about marketing psychology, you know, understanding like how to be a, how to perfect my craft and how to understand how to be better to my clients that I can, that I consult with. So that's one thing. That's the mind. The body is obviously working out. Now that's something that you talk about. That's, that's your thing. The body is something I'm working on. I did get my fat ass out there and run today. Um, so I'm on day three in a row. I ran, I'm good. So, but that's the body part of it, working out that body. And the spirit is either your religion, whether you believe in Jesus Christ, whether you believe in God, whether you are, um, you are, are you, uh, practice Islam, whatever you mm-hmm. do, you're Jewish, whatever you want to do, or you don't even do none of that. You just are a spiritual person, whatever. That's what I was just about to say. But even then it, it doesn't even have to be spiritual. Like the mind part can literally just be like practicing meditation. Like I, like every exactly. single successful person that I exactly. talk to is like, when I started meditate, every millionaire, they're like, when I started meditating, when I started, I was like, man, are y'all really doing this Have stuff? You, like, let's, 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 let's talk about that though, because that's something that I've been very interested in. Mm. And I, so let me tell you my, let me tell you how I came about to this whole meditation thing. So you obviously, I know you hoop. So I was watching the playoffs this year and Jamal Murray. I mean, I don't, I know you saw, did you see, did you watch the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Bet. So you already know what Jamal Murray did in the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. the boy was crazy. He went off this year. I love watching him hoop and you could just tell he was on a different level. Like his level of focus was just crazy. Like to be able to perform at that high a level and to do it consistently. It wasn't a one game, two game. He did it throughout the entire playoffs um, that, that he was in it. My mm-hmm. point is there was a story that came out about him, about how his dad taught him how to meditate and how he practices meditation and how he can meditate to the point where he, he said he can meditate to damn near death. He can get his heart rate down so low and yeah, that's bro. how calm. And I, I've never looked into meditation like that, but that's something that I'm definitely looking at implementing into my daily life because what I believe it does without doing any research, I'm sure you probably know more than me, is just being able to sit down and come and just calm yourself, whatever stress you out, to be able to calm yourself down and make level-headed decisions and being able to purify all of that crap that goes into your mind and just sit still and just, just be. So he, he ended up having a really bad first half. And then he just, during the game, he's on the bench. He mm-hmm. literally walks to the back and he goes back. Excuse and me, you can do it some... anywhere. Once you, yes. once you learn, you can do it anywhere because you think yep. you need like this Zen, like, yeah, no, nah, keep going. My bad, y'all. I'm drinking coffee while I'm doing this. <laughs> but he ended up going to the back and he came back out and he just he killed. So I'm like, I bet you, I guarantee you, he went back there to calm himself down and to meditate and just, just so that he could perform at a very high level. And you and I both know that when you're mentally in the game, just like you said earlier, sometimes you just ain't got it to give. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you're not mentally, you're not mentally engaged into whatever problem that you, that you're trying to deal with. But if you're able to implement things like meditation into your daily life and practice, those are things that help push you further mentally. So when we talk about grinding, we talk about hustling, those are things that you implement into your daily lifestyle that get you further so you don't burn out. And that also takes you mentally and it stretches your mind so that you're able to withstand more pressure, more problem solving, everything. You're able to withstand more because it's like 
anything, your mind is a muscle. If you don't exercise it, you can't, you can't handle certain problems because they're just too big for you. So once you start to grow and you start to stretch your mind and being able to um, look at situations very objectively and understand that it's not as big as you may think it is, well, that takes practice. That's not something that happens overnight. That's not something that just, just, it, it takes experience. It takes hurt. It takes failure. It takes a lot of tears, a lot of stress, but over time you be like, you know what? This shit ain't that big of a deal. I can, I can deal with that. And, and so, yeah, speak to that, speak to the whole meditation piece. Um, yeah, man. So, all right. So meditation. So I started doing some interviews with some business people, um, in like 2017 and I was just traveling different places in Fort Myers, Florida, Tampa, you know, Miami, and just meet with these people that I saw were doing some things that like, I, you know, I admire what they were doing. So in those conversations, that's when I was hearing about meditation. But before that, I just would hear it on like different podcasts. I'll hear Gary Vee talk about, I would hear Ty Lopez. I would hear Bill get, I just hear it. I just hear it get talked about. And I'm like, but I didn't really have anybody close to me. You know what I'm saying? I was, I had just started getting into yoga at that time. So I, I kind of knew what it was, but like, I thought it was like, you know, um, you know, the sitting and doing chants, you know what I'm saying? Speaking in tongues. That's kind of like my, um, that was my, vision of yeah you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, it was just yeah, a very yeah, naive yeah. mindset of it you know yeah um yeah and i grew up with people i grew up like that too yeah you know so but i kept hearing it more and more and i was like all right i need to try this and then i found about this app called headspace now mm-hmm. there's a couple there's i'm i don't get paid by either one of these but um there's calm i don't prefer I about calm. that one yeah i don't prefer calm over headspace. I really prefer headspace and headspace is doing a lot of new stuff. Calm mm-hmm. has LeBron on a big marketing campaign. So like they might get a little bit more FaceTime now, but headspace was like the first one that I knew of. And the reason I liked headspace because it was what we call guided meditation. So I can meditate now. Like I can just sit in just anywhere, like in the middle of a busy, like park, it, you know, it doesn't matter. But at first all anything, any sound I heard, would like break my concentration. And, um, when I would be starting even guided meditation, I would just be drifting off. Like one minute I'm like working, focusing on my breathing. And then the next minute I'm like thinking about when I was eight years old, you know what I'm saying? Your mind is just wandering because your mind never, something we never learned to do is to just clear our thoughts like not like don't speak, don't even think, or if you are thinking, it's just a wandering mind versus, you know what I'm saying? A mind that's constantly in motion. And, right. and, and that was the other thing. Like I said, like, you know, thinking about something that, you know, when I was eight or nine years old, like it's a bad thing. What I learned was that's not a bad thing, right? Because you build this awareness of self and it's like, um, it's not even so much the meditation and like the higher, you know, feeling that you get from that. It's the fact that I set an alarm or I took five minutes Cause headspace is like five or 10 minute guided meditations and they go up to like 20, 30, 40, 60. Mm-hmm. And I woke up in the morning. My best days were waking up in the morning before everybody else going in into the living room, putting my back up against the couch, turning on headspace and just going through a guided meditation session, 10 minutes after that, I would come out of it and I would just be like, 
the ideas would just be flowing. Like what I had to do that day, everything. And I would literally do a brain dump. I would keep a, like a legal pad journal. Yeah. And as soon as I got out of meditation, I would dump everything that was on my mind for the day. And then I kept a running log all week. These are the things I'm thinking about. This is when they need to get done. And I would just check things off. And I knew every day I had new stuff that was coming out and it, it, it really was a great flow for me. Now, at first, I, I didn't really get it. I just kept doing it anyways. But then I started to find, find that, like, I started realizing that how much anxiety I had because I would start doing meditation and I felt like I should be doing something else. Like, what else is there for me to be doing? Like, that's more important than me taking 10 minutes to just sit in silence. Yep. You know what I mean? And the guided meditation, is, it's actually the opposite of silence, right? You hear someone's voice walking you through this thought process of de-stressing and clearing your mind. And I like Headspace too, because they have uh, guided meditations for different scenarios. So like they have one Mm -hmm. for, if you're on a commute, they have one for when you're driving. I've done them all right. They have one for when you're walking, which sounds weird. Like, but when you're driving, yeah, like you're not closing your eyes, but you, you can start to do some really cool things for your mind. So I think it really caught my eyebrow when, one day I was um, doing the, the guided meditation for like just walking, right? Just walking outside. Yeah. So I put it on and I'm walking in my apartment complex and there was like a bunch of woods and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm just walking. And at one point, you know, they tell you to kind of focus your breathing, but it told me to count how many different doors I noticed and the colors of wow. those doors. And then it told me to count how many like observe the roofs of the buildings that were around me, bro. I realized how many things I never, like I walked in and out of my apartment every day and I never took the time to just notice these things. And it really like overwhelmed me. I was like, bro, how many things in my life am I just like not taking time to just soak them in or just pay attention to? Because I think that I'm in this, we're back to it again, just grind. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the other part of that is, is, learning your breathing. Now it's a couple of different things to this. I would suggest anyone listening to this, look up what's called box breathing. And the one I'm going to refer you to is from a Navy SEAL. Um, and I would, I would YouTube barbell shrugged, which is a podcast, right? Barbell shrugged box breathing. And you're going to find a video of a Navy SEAL sitting with a couple of guys like in a, in a nice room. And he's going to break the process down, but basically box breathing is an equal, I'm going to take, let's say, I always suggest people start with four seconds. So you take a four second inhale, right? Like just take a big exhale, like empty your lungs, take a four second inhale. Then you hold your breath for four seconds. Then you exhale through pursed lips. So like not just blowing the air out, but like, you know, nice and slow. Four second exhale hold your breath for four seconds and then repeat that. And I realized, bro, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't do that. And I was like, bro, how much hypertension do I have right now, bro? Like what's wrong with me? Like, and this is when I was still a high performer, you know what I'm saying? As far as lifting weights and, and running and jumping and stuff like that. So it got up to now I can at any time do 10 second box breathing. So a 10 second inhale, 10 second holding on my breath, 10 second exhale, 10 second. And I can just keep that going for 
as long as I need to. And you'll start to feel your heartbeat slowing down and you'll start to feel yourself relax. And at first I would do it and I would be like, (sighs) and that was like, I couldn't, but I started paying more and more attention to it. And it just gave me an insane sense of like relaxation. Actually, my startup that was based out in Santa Monica, we used to start all of our calls with a group meditation. It would just be like two minutes. We'd just set an alarm. We'd just be like two minutes. All right, ready? And we'll just sit there in silence and just hear each other just breathing. It sounds weird, right? Like, but people are, but we're really trying to, what do I want to manifest into this call? What do I want to get out of this call? What, what things are, I'm angry about some things coming into this to speak to my team. I'm angry at so-and-so I'm holding resentment towards so-and-so. How do I really feel about that? Is this, did the way that I came into this to approach this, is it the right way? And, um, I realized the impact it had on other people when at my gym. So when I started doing it, I was, I was about, you know, a a month in at the end of some of my classes at my first, at my second gym, I was like, Hey, does anyone, anybody want to do guided meditation with me for a cool down? And they said, yeah, I said bet." So on the speakers in the gym, I shut, I shut off the lights. Everybody's laying down on the floor. I throw on headspace. And everybody's just going through it. It's just hearing the voice, trying to envision up. I feel my thought process go away. I just reel myself back in. And if my mind wants to wander sometimes, I just let it like, just give it the freedom like a child to just play. You know what I mean? Um, And then when it was over, people open their eyes and they're just like, thank you. Like, right. Whoa, whoa, what was that app? Yeah, you yeah. know, and then the because last we're not oh, we're taught we're we're taught to just like go a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, man. And you know, me, I'm like Westbrook, bro. Like I'm a hundred miles an hour mm-hmm. all the time. And then it's to the point where I'm and I've always been like this, but when when I'm stressed out or when I need to think, I drive. And some people don't understand mm-hmm. that, but I I get in my car and I drive as far as I can go until I feel better. And the reason why is because if I sit still, I feel like I'm boxed in mentally. It's a, it's a mental thing that goes on in my head. Mm-hmm. So when I'm moving, I feel like, all right, I, I'm moving somewhere. Like mentally, I'm going forward. I, I don't have to concentrate or I, I, I'm, I'm in constant motion or whatever. Whatever that does to my brain, it just feels natural for me to be moving because my energy is, is a lot like a lightning bolt. Like I'm bouncing all over the damn place. I got a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. So I have to, so I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing, I'm bouncing. It's very intense at times. So a lot of times when I get over overwhelmed with things, I have to channel that energy and just move yeah. somewhere and direct it. So that way I can focus, analyze, and just think through a problem. And once I'm able to just literally think through a problem, and sometimes I'll ride with complete silence. Sometimes I'll play like my favorite playlist or something like that, but whatever I do, it gets me to that place of peace. And then I turn around, I go back home. There are also a lot of times where I will literally sit in my, like last night, bro, I had some stuff going on and I just sat in my car for like, Oh, that's, Oh, that's the best. That's the best. I I was in front of the house and I just sat, sat there. I did not feel like moving. I literally played a game on my phone. Mm -hmm. I scroll Instagram. I just sat there in silence and just because I did not feel like moving and I felt okay with not moving. 
So yeah, everybody yeah. has that place of peace. Mine is my car. Some people's it's the shower. Mine used to be mm-hmm. the shower and now it's my car because that's like a place I can just be alone. Nobody's bothering me. I don't have to text anybody. I don't have to talk to anybody. Nobody's trying to stimulate me or, or fight yeah. for my attention in my car. It's just me, my music or me in silence. Just That's it. And so yes. I appreciate those places of peace and understanding where those are to help to help me get through to that next level, that next phase. Because mm-hmm. once you master, and I don't think you'll master it, but you'll get better at it progressively. But once you get to that level of, of awareness, like you talk about self-awareness, once you get to that level of self-awareness about you and you know what works for you, you are so much more productive and your relationships are way more healthier. You become very protective of your energy. You become way more protective of the energy that you keep around you and the BS that people try to throw at you. Like, nah, dog, like I'm good on that. You get really, cause you know how you feel. It's like eating right. You know, when you eating right, your body feels completely different. than when you go cheat and you eat something bad or, you know, eating McDonald's is totally different than eating, um, a bowl, a salad, you know, mm-hmm. your body just feels different. And it's the same spiritually and mentally when mm-hmm. you in, input things that aren't good for your spirit. And, and, and not to make this all serious, hell, I read comic books, but I read comic books to escape. Yeah. To escape. That's, yeah. Yeah. To let also, your mind wander. Yeah. There you go. I'm when I read a comic book. So people don't understand this, but when I read a comic book, I'm literally going into another world. Mm-hmm. And I get a chance to meet characters. I get a chance to meet new characters. I get a chance to, to identify with those characters, connect with those characters mm-hmm. and read about that. And it's, and it's not hard to read. It's very chill. Some of them are chill. Some of them are not chill, but I literally get a chance to just go read a comic and escape from real life. And having that implementation into my life, it, it allows me the freedom to just not deal with earth. I could literally be in space somewhere, you know? So, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I like to watch YouTube. I watch uh, YouTube videos about like the Marvel and DC universe. And I do the same, you know what I'm saying? And, and I was a big, I, I have a whole box of comics. Um, I'm a, I was a big Marvel collector. Uh, I have a whole box of comics actually right here at the house from when I was yeah. like, 12, 13 years old. I've never read like the old trial of Peter Parker and like, Oh, I've never even read them. Um, but it, it was still this thing, like you said, and that's, and, and, and I think whether it's meditation or it's walking or it's riding in your car and there's actually some science to like sitting in your car and like the level of comfort that you feel like wrapped in something, you know, I the sound depression different. There's real science like behind. I didn't that. even know that, but I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel at peace. Yeah. 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 Well, I that's, mean, that's crazy. At one point we were in a womb and it was you though. You couldn't see out of it. Every, you could hear things, but they were kind of distorted and you just mm-hmm. knew that you were protected inside of this envelope. You know what I'm saying? That's so, wow, bro. Yeah. That's right. Wow. I just learned um, something. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I, I think that the main thing here that we're talking about is just like, you can't, you can't have fit you, your, your, your business. How fit is your business going to be? Or how fit can your business relations be? If your mind and your body aren't working on the same accord, like sooner or later, you know what I mean? We hear the stories all the time and it's a huge wave right now with entrepreneurs and, you know, just look at Richard Branson, you know what I'm saying? I mean, people mm-hmm. that are focusing on the investment, you know, like I plan out in my calendar, my workouts, literally, before I plan out my meetings for the week, 
Like my meetings are around it. My, my workouts do no, no longer, whether it's, whether it was, you know, when I was first ramping up and I was just, you know, going for walks, you know, three times a week, or when it got up to doing three times a week workouts and a walk in the morning or the evening, I mean, running my dog, which is a huge thing that gives me serenity. I'm not on my phone. When I run my dog, I do not use my phone. Um, all these things are things that are keeping my mind fit and my body fit, which allows me to come into these meetings and be like, yo, wreck shop. You know what I'm saying? Like bring right. real value to the team. Ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and again, it's times like when I need, I'm like, yo, I cannot be on this call today. And I'm like, oh, we need you. It's like, you don't need me that bad. You don't need right. me. You know what I'm saying? Like you can give me a, you can give me a recap. You know what I mean? And I can give you, everything that I have and more, you know, in about 12 hours, you know what I mean? So, and some people are going to say, no, I don't agree with that. Well, you probably just, you're probably just not ready to receive this message that, exactly. that allows you to have the longevity. Cause it works. Like, Cause you got to have, yeah, man, like health, wealth, happiness, like, and fulfillment, excuse me, fulfillment. Like that's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. And, um, yeah, man, these, this is just, I think it's just a really great topic because it's not, talk, I feel like it's talked about we more don't talk now, about but the, the, it the is, but not a it. lot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. People like, don't dig. They don't dig. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let me hit these Iconics 10 questions for you. Yeah, um, yeah. We're definitely going to, we have to do a, a part two to this podcast yeah, because yeah, for sure. we ain't talk about nothing we plan to talk about today, but that's cool. I'm, I'm cool <laughs> yeah. with that. I, I really, really definitely. thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. So um, I got 10 questions for you. And first one is, what would you title this chapter in your life? Dang. This chapter in my life, I would probably, I guess the first word that comes to mind is, is growth. Um, but it's also in that growth, it's like an ascension because I see so much rising happening right now. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of, the things that I thought I could do, other people are now telling me that they recognize it. So, right. To make the number growth and ascension. Number two, what superpower would you have? Oh, like I could choose anybody's superpower? Anybody or create your own. Or dang, or create your own. Man. It's got to, I would have maybe teleportation. That's a, that's one of my favorite ones. Teleportation. Like yeah, on Goku levels, bro. Yeah. What was there, <laughs> there, there was, what was that movie? Jumpers. Yeah. 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 Jumpers. Jumpers was, uh, if I you can see it, you can go level. there. Yeah. You can go there. <laughs> I love uh night crawlers. Um, yeah, exactly. His, his ability to jump, you know, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, what would you invest in right now? If money wasn't an issue. Um, commercial real estate. Or excuse me, residential real estate. I feel you. I want to, my goal is to own um, apartment complexes. That's what I feel. Exactly. Same Same. thing. Yep. Number four, if you weren't doing this and we never talked about what you do, but um, um, if you weren't doing, um, doing your current job, what would you be doing instead? What would your other profession be? Oh man. If I could, I would just be doing it. If, I could, I would just be doing something where I was just helping other people. I don't know what that would be, but anything where I could just help other people realize and then begin to work toward earning their own potential. Right. All right, cool. Number five, 
five dinner guests at your table, dead or alive, who are they? Ooh. Oh my gosh, man. My grandfather. Okay. Um, my mother. Um, man. I would love to hear Martin Luther King. Yes. Um, Richard Branson. Uh, Jeff Bezos. All right, that's a good five. That's solid yeah. five. Um, and Kobe's like right. Kobe's like right there. Like, yeah, right I would there. definitely. My five. I haven't talked about my five. I got an interesting five. I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it, but uh, they 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 do work. <laughs> um, <laughs> number six, your celebrity crush. Oh man, I don't, you know what, honestly, like all realness and not because my girl's going to listen to this probably like, I really don't, I really don't have one. Do you have any celebrity? I'm kind of like that too, but do you have any celebrity that you admire? Like, dang, like she pretty, like she cool. I like her. Oh, uh, Demi Lovato and she can sing. Okay. Well, I like, yeah, see, I always liked Demi Lovato since she was on, um, Glee, because I'm a Glee. Yeah, she she been around for a minute. Yeah, Which, she was what was so her character? Talented. She was, I think she was in like season two when they went to that private school, or when what's her face went to that private school in New York City. Okay, okay, that's where oh, you Ra- saw Rachel. Yeah, yeah, Rachel went there, and you saw yeah. her, and then that other guy, the Adam guy, who's like now mm-hmm. in Queen. Um, yeah. I was like, dang man, they're just so talented. They can act. Yo, Glee is a solid show, bro. Like people who haven't watched Glee, it's a solid. And I, I'm not a musical type of guy, right? Which, I mean, I, I love music, but I'm not like musicals. Glee was in a. It was so many deep solid, lessons, bro. In yes, the show. it was. I yeah. enjoyed. I enjoyed Glee. Um, number seven, something that the average person wouldn't know about you. Oh man, what would they not know about me? I think people think like, you know, cause I'm like six, eight, I was like a basketball player. I'm like a big guy. And they think like, I'm always was this like, you know, super confident guy. And a lot of people think like, Oh yeah, well, you know, you, you always were in like, no, bro. I was like the chubby kid. I was like made fun of for like most of my life. Like my football coaches, everybody called me molasses. Like, like I was just slow. I wasn't very athletic, but I worked hard, like from a very young age. And then mm-hmm. later on the athleticism started to catch up, but the work ethic was already there. You know what I mean? So everything that you see me do is because I don't know any better because when I, I wasn't really good at math and I wasn't like super talented at my schoolwork. And like, I had to really, really work at that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I would say that, like, I was kind of like the nerdy kid and like, um, you know, the girls <laughs> were like, oh, you're, you know, you're nice, but you know, I see you like a brother, you know, that's why I was right, like, I don't have a celebrity yeah. crush. Cause if she saw me, she probably have, she, she should have a crush on me. Shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel that. I feel but, that. But, but that's just because, you know, again, the work ethic and, you know, kind of how I, I, I earn my stripes. So I feel yeah. that number eight, biggest pet peeve. Um, biggest pet peeve. I just don't like when people are just just don't treat others the way that they would wish to be treated. Like I'm not even mean to somebody I see on the street that I don't know. Like I wouldn't, like, I don't see the need to treat people, especially that are around you um, with any type of rudeness or disrespect. It's just no reason to treat people like that at all. You know, there's always some level of restraint or conversation. Right. Number nine, your biggest fear. 
Um, not reaching potential. All right. Number 10, most embarrassing moment. Um, damn. Man, let me think. Well, there was one, it was one time I had a, uh, I had an incident with, um, where was I? Uh, Moe's. I had a bad reaction to some Moe's. We'll say that. Oh man, that's <laughs> dope. Nobody was there, but nobody was there. So it was like embarrassing, but like nobody knew what, what Dang, I got a story similar. I'm too embarrassed to share it though. I was a kid. I was a kid. You, that's real, bro. That's real. <laughs> I um, had to do a anyway. bathroom change. I don't know what happened to those oh clothes. Oh God. Somebody, yep. whoever oh, did the trash, thanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, I, I got a similar story. <laughs> um I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I know you got a hard stop, so I need to I need to get you out of here, bro. So one final thing, tell everybody where they can find you, how to connect with you, what you actually do for, for a living, and then I'll let you go ahead and get out of here. Yeah, definitely. You know, so um, I'm in digital strategy um, consultant. I work a lot in, just, you know, business rollouts, you know, uh, backend systems and operations. Um, you guys can check out my business site is marcuswatch.com. And also, I just have such a huge passion for health and wellness in general. Um, I have a plant-based podcast. That's the vegan transition. I have a business podcast that's that's coming out soon. You'll see that on the website. But marcuswatts.com, thewattsguy.com, and I'm the Watts guy on all social media outlets. So hit me up, DM me, let's chat, you know, ask me questions. That's what social's for. Perfect. So I'll link all of his stuff in the show notes. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Marcus, thank you so much for coming on. I'm definitely going to have you you. on again to talk about more of the business side of things. But this was definitely a much needed topic that we needed to cover. So um, I'll holla at you, man. And and God bless. And we'll wrap after this conversation. Likewise, man. All right, man. Peace. Thanks for having me.